Samuel. Ross Yule. <laughs> I don't know why, but in my mind, your middle name is still Euphrates. <laughs> Euphrates. <laughs> I know it's not. Ross Agamemnon Catro. We have good uh, lives, uh, parallel lives that we're leading through our middle names, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Samuel Euphrates, how's it going? Good. But this is actually a Fortnite. Yeah, dude, we're doing it. Doing it. Getting doing it, it done. I can't believe I just did that. What? That's fine. Early 90s. Great. <laughs> a time period that I liked. Um, Yeah, here we are. This is Sam and Ross Like Things, episode number 27. Two sevener. We're going to be real close to 30 soon. Yeah. It's a number that ends in zero. It ends in zero, yeah. So it has special worth. Uh, because we have, ten, we have this 10. This is fingers. a cube. We haven't had a cube oh, in a while. That's true. We should have special math anniversaries yeah. every once in a while. Anyway, hey, Sam. Hey, Ross. Do um, we want to describe the show? Yeah, so this is Sam and Ross Like Things. Yes, it is. This is a podcast in which you and I, Sam and Ross, yes. uh, like things. We do. Each episode, we pick one thing to like. We like it unabashedly and without reservation or hedging, and we talk about it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. We pick one thing each. Yes, correct. We should have a combined episode at one point. We did. We had one on iPads. We should have another one. We should do another one. Maybe. Last uh, time we talked about doing that. Our wives said it would be too boring. Oh, that's right. We did. We did. Okay. It's all full circle coming back to me. <laughs> Sam, I had some follow-up. Ooh, some follow-up. Last episode, yes. someone mentioned, I think it was Jenny Fisher, that they liked Outlander. Yes. And I said that Outlander was a show about a sexy Scottish time-traveling immortal, I think. Something like that, yeah. And I think that's true. This is the fo- this is follow up from Valerie, and she says it is about a sexy Scottish guy. And she also and, said and that, it isn't Highlander. No, it's not. It's a different. And it's also not Doctor Who. Right, and it, I didn't ask if or if Star Trek was... for the Voyage Home. <laughs> right, and I didn't ask <laughs> if he was immortal either. Is the Doctor immortal? Uh, he's got regenerations. Okay, he lives a very long time. Hmm. Okay, he can be he, he can be permanently dead. Well, so can a Highlander. Yeah. There's, there can only be one. Anyway, Val says also, she added this, uh, in addition to affirming that it is about the sexy Scottish guy, she says that she resents me for not being as sexy as that Scottish guy, and so she doesn't read the books anymore. Yeah, I don't blame her. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was enough. Oh, and I had one more follow-up. We talked about pickled corn. We have two more follow-ups. But this one's yours. There's a middle one here. Oh. Look at the notes here. My other follow-up is we had this conversation about pickled corn. Someone liked pickled corn. Ashley, right? Yes. Like pickled corn. And we didn't know if it was like the little... Big, like from the movie Big Corn. Yeah, exactly. Or if it was like a relish of, of kernels. And she says it's both. Oh, great. Yeah. It's a great salad topper. Great in pasta salad. And who is this uh, follow-up from? This is from Ashley Ray. Oh, great. She Oh, she has... There's a pickle club. What? Yeah, there's a pickle club. I think they meet at, meet at Center of the Universe, which is a brewery in Ashland. And uh, <laughs> I always want to say Asheville, which is not the same. No. Uh, and so she's real into pickles. No, she should have a pickle podcast. Good test for the new pop filter. It's a pickle pop, podcast. Pop, pop, pop. That's a good time for us to mention. Uh, we got pop filters as a gift from uh, Brian Cannon and crew at One Virginia 2021. So we're going to give them a free sponsor read right now. Do it. One Virginia 2021 is a nonprofit dedicated to getting rid of gerrymandering in Virginia. So you know how uh, your politicians draw the districts basically to keep their own seats? Yes. Yeah, this is an organization dedicated to eliminating that by 2021. Uh, They gave us pop filters for the show so you can hear our plosives. Plosives. 
Uh, and that was very, very nice. Uh, they have a documentary coming out. They work with WCVE. And on Monday, October 24th at 9 p.m., they have a, uh, a documentary premiering called Jerry Rigged, mm, which is a has interviews named. a lot of Virginia politicians, uh, soon to be Vice President Tim Kaine yes. uh, from both parties. It's one of those issues where if you're an American who spends five minutes to learn about it, you'll be like, yeah, we'll do this. And it's not a partisan thing. So, can, I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. You may you may or may not know the answer to. Sure. What happens in in twenty twenty one? Why why twenty twenty one? Oh sure. So the Constitution mandates that there be a census every ten years, mm. and that happens in years that end in zero. And so once the new census comes out, are uh, we may have different congressional districts because we may have different number of Congress people. Oh okay. Um, and so that's at the congressional level. At the same time, they use the census data to change the general assembly uh districts so for the house of delegates and the state Virginia level stuff. state senate to match the new population figures so this is basically we have to get our ducks in a row before the census drops so we can have a plan for when we do the redistricting at the state and federal levels correct oh that sounds awesome yeah it's great so watch the uh the documentary on uh Monday, October 24th, 9 p.m., WCVE. All right. That was a great sponsor read. Yeah. That was our by far most professional sponsor read. <laughs> professional. And we can say professional now yeah. that we have pop filters. Gosh, what a day today is. All right, Sam. Yes. People like things again. They do. When you ask people if they like things, it turns out they do, uh, which fills me with joy and gladness. So past tense, is that a per- that's a person you know, right? Yep. From the Twitter. Uh, he or she says, I am enjoying Kim's Convenience on CBC. Now, I have to admit, I don't know what either of those things are, Kim's Convenience or CBC. CBC is Canadian Broadcasting. Canada. Yeah. Ah, okay. Also, they like Melanie Martinez, debut album Cry Baby, Mira Grant, and then in parentheses, don't know how to say that. Sheenan? 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 McGuire, latest novel, Feedback. Uh, but anyway, I don't know any of these things, so I've made notes. Sheenan uh, McGuire. Mira Grant's Sheena McGuire latest novel feedback. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay, I'll do some research. I uh, past tense on Twitter has tweeted multiple times about this novel feedback, and it's going on my list. Okay, sounds like we'll revisit and follow up. Perfect bound from Twitter also says fry bread and HPOT. Yeah, so it was my birthday recently. Happy birthday, Sam. Thanks. And my friends and I have this tradition where we quote the song from this performer called Adam and his package. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Yeah. And he's a song called Happy Birthday, Ralph. And one of the lyrics is, he's got Hawaiian punch on tap, H-P-O-T. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, do, is, is Happy it... birthday, Ralph. I love you, even though you've got a beard. Well, you have a beard, and I love you. Yes. Yeah. Even though. Aww. Andy Hunter, who is my cousin, he likes Westworld, giant pretzels with cheese, and hoodie weather. Awesome. Now, listen, this guy's my cousin, and I like all three of those things, not because we're related, but I've just started West, uh, watching Westworld. Mm-hmm. We'll have to, I have to watch some more before we can put it, before I can officially endorse, but it's something. And then I have the best giant pretzel recipe. Whoa. Yeah, it's not mine. It's Alton Brown's, but it's so good. And put that in the show notes. Yeah, it's to- I will. It's totally worth making. It's a lot of work, but it's worth making. Um, Lisa Sims like muck boots, and she wants to, s- to clarify and specify not rubber rain boots, but muck boots. And they saved her at the Richmond Folk Festival, which it rained consistently throughout. Um, Jamie and Mark like lemon Oreo thins. What? Which is not a thing I knew existed, but they put a picture in. Dang it! If they don't look amazing, there you know how you know how Oreos have the like vanilla cookie. You can get a vanilla cookie Oreo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that thinner 
with lemon flavor. Like lemon instead of the shortening? I think lemon in the shortening. Mm, I love all lemon flavor things. I'll have to try that. That sounds amazing to me. Eva Cullen likes Westworld again. Second endorsement of Westworld. East End Cemetery, which is a wild place in Richmond. That's mind-blowing if you go there. Bob's Burgers, Advocacy, Civic Engagement, and November 9th, which I thought was clever because that's one. That's the day after the election, right? I don't know. Okay. It's either a, an election joke or a day after the a election. Day after election joke. I'm not sure. Chad Ingold like Gillies Creek Park. Larissa Sheehan likes my boss canceling my 8, 8 a.m. Monday staff meeting. Perfect. High five. High five emoji. Who schedules an 8 a.m. Monday morning meeting? That's a very early meeting on a Monday. Yeah. Apparently not her boss. Not her boss. Not anymore. Suzanne Hall likes galleries on Broad Street and coffee at Lyft and fashion and fun at Verdolina, which I don't know what that is. I've been to Lyft, which I like. I don't know those other things, though. Matt Fisher likes taking my five-year-old on Belle Isle Adventures and the soundtrack to the original Transformers animated movie. You got the touch. Can I watch, Can I listen to this on Apple Music? Uh-huh. You got the power. You got the touch. You got the power. Jennifer Hendren likes Westworld. Again. That's the third one on HBO. And the book Mistschling by Affinity Konar, which All I didn't, right. haven't heard of. Um, Brandon Fox likes oysters, Ooh. which it is oyster season, I think, in town. There was just an Oystoberfest. Yes. John Sarvey likes iced oatmeal cookies, which maybe underrated cookie. Yeah, I'm, I'm in favor of oatmeal cookies. I think so, too. Uh, and the elusive promise of naps. Uh, naps are so great. I don't know how to say this person's name. This is Ronnie Lutz. That's backwards oh couldn't pro- I, I looked at his twitter handle and could not yeah ronnie lutz ronnie lutz like soylent the cubs in a day off and always hamilton chairman brando likes time travel movies they murder my brain he says but i like it the last one he watched was predestination Ooh, i haven't seen that one which is i like them too and so i will put this on my on my list cat likes hoodie weather too that's two hoodie weathers i'm married to her boom and tim friend of the show tim had a big list we'll link it we'll put it in there his weekly likes, four weekly like likes. I forget how often he likes things. But um, this specific one is the KitchenAid Spiralizer. Yeah, so it makes like, you can make zucchini noodles. Can you make uh, like Arby's curly fries with it? Uh, I don't know. You should try. Mm-hmm. Well, that was what everything everybody likes. That was a lot of things. People like stuff, people man. People like stuff, and you I'm glad that you like them. You can't stop people from liking things. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. All right, Sam. I think you're up first this week. Let's do it. The thing you like this week yes. is library cards library cards they're great do you have a library card i've got multiple library cards whoa tell me all about it sure so libraries exist Mm -hmm. yeah they're places still still places where you as a taxpayer can go in and check things out and use them for free as long as you return them when you're done that sounds awesome amazing it sounds a little bit like communist russia Uh, it's entirely like communist russia yes So I have three library cards. I've got one for Richmond City Public Library, which is the city in which I live. Got one for Henrico County and one for Chesterfield County. And those are our bordering counties. Those are counties around Richmond Independent City. So if you are in the region, you can go bring your driver's license to any of those places and get a library card. Now, you may ask, Sam, why do you go to those? Why do you have three different library cards? Well, Sam, why do you have three different library cards? Glad you asked, Ross, because first, our sort of home library, the one we go to all the time, is this shiny new 
Libby Hill Library mm. in, in Henrico County. It's a palace. It's a palace. And so we go there. They, they have like Pokemon hunts for the kids. It's it's a great library. Second reason. And that's not in Richmond City. That's not in Richmond City. Yeah. I've got Richmond City card because there's the one that's right near your house. Don't be creepy. That I can bike to. There's also one downtown near work. So that I can uh, I can go there during the workday. Then Chesterfield, I've only ever been to their library once, but I got a card. The reason is libraries now have ebooks, digital books. Yeah. So you can go to their website and check out a book. Either send it to an app on your iPad or uh, to your Kindle. And because I can get library cards at all these jurisdictions, I only need to go to them once. And then I have access to all of their electronic materials. I have several questions already. All right, let's let's go through it. I assume there's some, like you're a Richmond City resident. Yeah, it's you just have to show proof that they've got reciprocity with okay. each other. Okay, so they've I'm worked that out. not breaking the law. Right, right, right. And then the next question is, do they all, like, are there even, so they have this reciprocity. Do they have different collections? Absolutely. That's why you get multiple cards. So here's- Even digital collections are different? Even digital collections This are makes different. no sense to my mind. Right, but that's sure. how things work. So if I need a book, I'll go into the OverDrive app on my iPad, which has all my different three different accounts linked to it. I search in one. It's not there. I search in the other. It's not there. Search in the third. Oh, it's there. And I check it out. Whoa. How often do you succeed? Almost all the time. I can get my idea. My I prefer a digital book, but if I can't get it, I will get a paper copy mm-hmm. and read that. And you don't have to do any work. Like you go to the website, you click the book you want, you tell them where you want to pick it up. And so if Henrik, so I will check and see Henrico might have a, a long hold on a book and Richmond has one ready to go. So I'll just say, hey, Richmond, drop it off at Main Library downtown where I work. And I don't have to go, I have to go in the door. There's a desk right there. And I say, hey, I've got a book on hold. And then they hand it to me. Whoa. And so I assume that you, like Chesterfield won't send a book to Richmond. This is not interlibrary loan. So okay. I would have to go to Chesterfield to get a physical book. But within Richmond, though, you get a book wherever. They just drop it off at the main library for you or whatever. Or whatever library, library I choose. And same with Henrico. Whoa. Yeah. Do you, are, like, are the, so you said the word hold. Yes. That means people have it checked out. Right. Do you, is there, is there like if a new, what is the hot new book that people, Outlander, right? We all know people are reading Outlander for the sexy Scottish guy. Yes. Is it typical that they're always checked out through across all the libraries? No, I can almost always find one that has a. This is a brilliant strategy. Yeah. Why am I not doing this? Because you think it's hard, but it's really not. So tell me about how, how it, what is the process of getting a library card? You go to the library. You have to go to the library. Once. Okay. You fill out a form or you download it from their website. PDF ahead of time and you fill it out before you get there. You hand it to them. You show them your ID that has your address on it or some documentation that has an address on it. It could be like a water bill or something like that, I think. And they hand you a library card. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. And so I haven't done this part. I tried to get on the OverDrive app, Uh but then I got yelled at, I think, because I hadn't gone in person yet. Like I had to go. It wouldn't let me create an account without being there in person. Um, And so I tried to use Valerie's and she wouldn't let me because it impacts her book checking out. Right. So really, everyone in your family needs a li- their own library card. Which is a thing that uh, I'm the only one in my family who's gone to Chesterfield because I made that extra trip one day when I had spare time. But my both my daughters have their own library cards. And it's super fun. Like They get, are linked to my wife's master account, but they can use their own cards and check out their own books. And you haven't been in a library in a long time, especially at the Henrico Libby Mill Palace. They've got these... 
like super checkout machines where you just have to like put the stack of books on the thing and hit and hit the dingus and then they're all checked out. Whoa, through some sort of like RFID yes. situation? Yes, which you just read Little Brother, so you know. Now I know. Check, uh, I, Dude, a little sl- small little tangent. I was showing, I was buying something at a store and um, in my wallet is just a stack of cards. That is my entire wallet. And my VCU ID was in there. And my son was like, what is that? What is, oh, is that your ID? I was like, yeah, this lets me into the door. So every, and then I was like, wait a second. Every time I go in the door, they're, they're think they're logging when I go in and out of my classroom at VCU. And they've got a list of when and out I've been in there. <laughs> And that is 100% because I read that book, Little Brother. Great. I should have gone in the follow-up section, but that, that did that happen. Works. So anyway. So kids can get library cards. Everyone in your family should get one. Do they and do Do your kids do digital? I know your kids have access to digital devices yes. at times. Yes. Yeah, so my uh, my oldest daughter has a, an e-ink Kindle, and you can just load that sucker up. And so I'm going to talk now about the Kindle trick. Okay. So if, if you've got an e-ink Kindle, when you normally check out uh, digital books, they've got a time limit before uh, you can't read them anymore like so, is that like a month a day so like think uh richmond is two weeks and henrico is three weeks something like that so once your time limit has fi- eclipsed then uh-huh. you have to go back to the end of the queue or whatever right okay but beca- the e-ink kindle you don't typically need internet access on that thing mm. so if you're getting close to your deadline you just airplane mode it oh and so it doesn't know It doesn't know. And then you keep that book until you're done. And so my daughter had hundreds of, I don't know if it was hundreds, she had a ton of books. And she's like, I can't turn off airplane mode because I'll lose all my books. Oh, man. So she knows she she grots the trick. That's awesome. So what do you do when your timer runs out? What do I do? I put it in airplane mode until I finish the book. Your whole iPad? Oh, no, I don't do it on my iPad. I've got an E and Oh, that's right. It was one of the things you liked. Yeah. Okay, that's fascinating. I feel like it would be real frustrating for iPad and other tablet users. Not to have internet access, yeah. But on an E and Kindle, like, who cares? Hmm. Is, is it two weeks? This is just a question. Um, two weeks, is that enough time to read a book? No. That's why I think Henrico gives you three. Mm. And you can renew. Mm. You can just go in and click if no one's behind you in the queue. Okay. This is fascinating. But sometimes it's less work just to put it in airplane mode. Right. Um, Ross, there's not just ebooks that you can get digitally, too. Okay. So you can get magazines. Whoa. So uh, I like to pretend that I read The Economist. As we all do. Yeah. And instead of paying $130 for the privilege of pretending to read The Economist, I just get the library and it sends me an email every week saying your digital copy of The Economist is ready. Wait a second. So you can just subscribe to The Economist for free through the library? Correct. That doesn't make sense to me. Why? Because... Are there holds and stuff for The no. Economist? Does The Economist know about this? Yes. If, if any magazine knew about it, it would be The <laughs> Economist for sure. Yeah. Could I subscribe to The New Yorker that way? I, in a similar way, like to pretend I read The New Yorker. I don't know. You should go on to... It, the, the, that app is called Zinio for oh, libraries. Okay, so separate app from Overdrive, yeah. which is the book one. Oh, Overdrive also has audiobooks. So what? before we go on a car trip, we will load up somebody's iPhone with Overdrive with audiobooks and listen to those. Whoa. This sounds great. Yeah, and it's all free. Communist Russia, pretty good. Yeah. Except for all the really terrible Except stuff. Except for all the bad stuff, but libraries. <laughs> Uh, there's also Henrico has this thing called this is all in Henrico which I call Eagleton if you've ever seen Parks and Recreation Mm -hmm. they've also got Hoopla which I just discovered I haven't played with it much but I did um, borrow the movie Newsies today Hoopla is the overdrive for movies? Yes Ah, What in the world? So what's their catalog like? I only looked at it today but uh, for the first time and they've got stuff Man, tax dollars at work Also, 
if there is a movie that you don't want to pay for, the library has it and you can borrow the physical disc like a Blu-ray or a DVD and watch it. Mm. And let's say while you were in possession of it, you wanted to make a backup of the disc while you were in possession of it. Only Yes, of course. To watch while you have checked that out from the library. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can do such a thing. Yeah, if you wanted to make a backup of it while it's while you have it checked out from the library, you can do that, and then you return the disc to the library when it's due, and then delete the backup off of your computer. Sam. Yes. I think we have a special guest. Guest? A guest on Sam and Ross Like Things. I would love to interview this guest. Okay. Let me see if I can get the guest over here. So this is Valerie, whom I'm married to. So talk to me about why you won't let Ross use your library card. Because it's my library card. Right. And it's mine. (laughs) So just because we are of one flesh does not mean you get to use my library card. Is that fair enough? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's my library card. It belongs to me. It's my account. I will let JR check out books on it, but it's my library card. Get your own. So I've been blowing Ross's mind with all the things that are available for free at the library, including books. Yes. DVDs, Mm Blu-rays, CDs magazines all of the things yeah, really both digital and print yes do you have multiple jurisdictional library cards i have a richmond city and i have in rico county there you go um i like being able to get ebooks mm-hmm. it's it's amazing when you go and look and you can just think oh because i pay my taxes i can read all of these books exactly it's amazing there's a lot of trashy romance there novels. are usually when you search historical fiction that's what comes up yeah. and that's not exactly accurate but that's what comes up a lot but i've been able to find some really good stuff Henrico county has a section called hidden gems And that's a really good one. A diamond in the rough. Yes, exactly. You have no idea what you want to read. Great stuff pops up there. Thanks, Val. Okay, bye. Bye. First guest. First guest. What a great gal. I like her. Yeah, she's good. Thanks for letting me talk about my library card, Ross. It's your turn now. Dude, I'm going to need to go to the library and get a library card before next show. You need Someone to. hold me accountable to this. You know how not far you are from the library right yes. now. <laughs> if I were a professional football fl- player, I could throw a football to it. Cool. Ross, yes. Ross, thanks for letting me talk about my library card. It yes. is your turn now to my talk turn. about Workflow.app. This is real nerdy, dude. Workflow.app is an iOS app for automating your iOS device. Tell me more. So iOS devices are awesome. I use them. Uh, I do not own, I mean, I own a MacBook, like a laptop, uh, but I rarely use it. And I live my entire life on my iPad, which I'm touching right now. Uh, And some things are irritating to do on an iPad. Luckily, there's this cool, pretty nerdy, but not super nerdy app called Workflow that lets you build what they call workflows, which is confusing. that you build workflows to automate tasks on your iPad through a super easy drag and drop interface. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a flow chart, basically. Okay. Like, like you have whatever coming in the top. Let's say it's an address or a phone number or a PDF or Sounds a picture. A like Automator. Yeah, yeah. If you're OS familiar time. with Automator for OSN, it's very similar where you just kind of drag these blocks of action. So you got a PDF coming in the top. You want to get its name. You want to add underscore today's date dash butts to the end. You can <laughs> adjust its name. And then you can save it back, whatever, save the name, and then shoot an email to your wife uh, who you know, just said you couldn't use your library card. So you're sending her a PDF with the name, with the word butts in it. Great. As one would. Yeah. I think I've, I've gone through this and the, they have you do a demo and you set it up and it makes an animated GIF. Yeah, yeah. Like it can you know, suck in the last whatever photos from your photo library, combine them, make an animated GIF, spit it out, text it to your best friend. It's super useful in, in my life. 
as I'm, you know, I'm an iOS only person. So I use my iPad for all of my real work, my work work. Some things are terrible. And for those things that pop up into my mind as like this task sucks, that's when I start to think about this app workflow and how can I automate that task to make it less sucky. Give me some examples. All right. I have a bunch of different categories of things I do. Okay. One group is like tab groups. Uh, so every morning I write good morning RVA and, and part of that task is checking all the sports scores. Okay. I got really tired of typing in to Google Nationals, Kickers, Flying Squirrels, Hokies, Wahoos. Like, there's a lot of sports teams in town, and it's annoying to type them in. So I just have a workflow that takes a list of links. So I've gone out, and I got the schedules and scores for all the local sports teams. It'll pull all those, and then it sends you one link that you tap, and it opens in Safari all these all these pages Neat. with one tap. So now I have all the sports scores, and I just go through them, read them, and close them. It's a gift from Passcross to to future Ross. Yes. Yes, it really is. And I do the same thing with news. Like same thing with writing Good Morning RVA. There's a bunch of local news sources and I got really tired of typing in richmond.com, wtvr.com, wrc.com, blah, blah, blah. So I just have one thing. I click it. It opens all the things. Neat. Yeah. So that's like a super time saver thing. Another area is posting stuff to WordPress. I, I run a couple of WordPress sites. So Good, Mo- Good Morning RVA is kind of an example of that, but like uh, a podcast we have, another, a separate podcast we have called The Boring Show, which mm-hmm. is City Council Audio. I got tired of filling in fields. So many fields. As you, you posted the, you posted this podcast last week. Very poorly. but And yes. you were like, yeah, I did a bad job. And I was like, why? And you said, so many fields. <laughs> yes. I agree with you. So many fields. So I have some workflows that fill out the majority of the fields for me. Oh, that's great. So I don't have to tap and type and copy and paste and all that. Um, I have a bunch of like real nerdy ones that if I want to use a photo from Flickr, I just give it the URL. It goes in there. It finds who took the photo, finds the link to their profile and builds me like a nice little photo credit thing. So I can just paste that under the photo wherever I am. And it says photo by whoever with the link to their thing. Just this kind of idea of, of like doing that would have taken 16 steps before. I would have had to find the guy's name. I had to copy. I had to paste it. I had to find the link to his thing. I had to copy. I had to paste it. I had to format the text, make sure I put the colon in in the right place, all this stuff. And now it just does it the same for me every time with one tap. Perfect. So that's cool. Um, there's some other stuff like convert things to PDF. Um, I have one that like when I'm listening to a song, I can just run it and it will uh, add that song to my playlist of the best songs ever. Oh, Cool. So slowly I'm building this playlist of like real sweet songs. Um, what else do I do? I ha- I use OmniFocus a lot. We've talked mm-hmm. about OmniFocus on the show before. No, we haven't. I have a bunch of workflows. We haven't talked about OmniFocus yet. We haven't? No. It's the thing we like the most. Both of us like it more than I any know, other thing. but that thing. was the one our wives said would be boring. I would be boring, but it's still <laughs> the thing we like the most. It is. Uh, so I use OmniFocus as my to-do thing. Um, I have some workflows that automatically create similar projects in OmniFocus. So like I have to do things for teaching this class at VCU. And it's like like, templates. Templates, yes. And so it's create the PowerPoint or the keynote or whatever, take attendance, upload the keynote to the place. And I got tired of making that over and over and over and over again. So I just tap a button now, it does it. So it's that kind of thing. I do, there is an Apple Watch thingy, an app for the Apple Watch. The um, The new Watch OS has the dock. You familiar with the dock? Yes. The button that nobody ever pushed before. Now you push it and you get the dock. Yeah. And it has apps that you use frequently in the dock. And one of the things watchOS 3 will do is try to keep all the stuff that's in the dock active. Mm -hmm. This is great for workflow because previously when you use workflow on your watch, it just sucked. 
And like you would tap on it and it would load and load and load and then crash and then load and load and load and crash. Now that watchOS 3 is keeping things in the dock active, it actually works. Oh, cool. So what things do you do with your watch? So I only do two things currently because uh, it sucked before and I haven't like really spent the time to process. But one is I do my weight. And so you, when I get on the scale, I have a shower or whatever, you can just, I run a workflow. It brings up a number pad on my watch and I type in my weight and then it saves it to Apple Health. Cool. You just saved yourself having to buy like a $200... Bluetooth scale. Yes, exactly. Um, and the other one I do is that um, add songs to the best playlist ever. So if I'm like working, usually I, I stream music off my phone to my Bluetooth speaker. Mm-hmm. So if the song's sweet, my phone's wherever. I'll on my watch add it to the best songs playlist. Oh, that's great. But I think there's lots of opportunity now that the app is not completely unusable to to do more stuff on the watch like that. Like simple things like I'm on my way home is an yeah. easy is an easy workflow to build. I normally just yell, "Hey, dingus." I'm on my way home, text, whatever. But I did want to just briefly, Sam, briefly go through kind of like what sorts of things work yeah, I was going to ask, like, where would people, you suggest people get started? I'm not sure. Okay, I'm why re- don't you, you give me your example then? Yeah, I'm real deep. And so it's hard for me to like back out. Right, I, th- this, this is where I would get, no, it's a good question. It's a great question. Where would people get started? I think really think about in your iOS life, what do you hate doing? Mm-hmm. And what forces you to leave your iPad or your iPhone to go find a computer because you, go, you <sighs> and yeah. go open up your Mac and wonder and like think about is there a way that not if, because you hate Macs but because you have to get up yeah well yeah exactly and, and like you are unwilling to perform fifteen taps to accomplish this task which would take two clicks on your MacBook or your laptop or whatever um, so think about that think about the things you hate and hate doing and and then maybe play around to solve those problems okay. it's it's easier I think to solve a specific problem than to try to like come up with a fake thing so you were about to say yeah I wanted to just like real quick give you a kind of idea of the building blocks you can pull into these workflows. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do anything calendar related, like get stuff from your calendar, put stuff on your calendar, change dates of things on your calendar. Um, you can do similar stuff with contacts, like search for a contact, message a contact, send something to a contact. Um, you can do really stuff that's like one use, which I like a lot, like build a workflow for one specific thing. Like you have sent me a zip file. Well, how do, what do you do with a zip file on a phone? I don't know. I can't, I can't open that, but workflow can. So you could build just a one-time real quick one-time use workflow that unzips the thing and then you can send it somewhere. Okay. Um, so lots of file actions, lots of stuff with Evernote, with drafts, with health. Maps is like a good one where you can say, find my location currently, calculate the time to drive home, text that to Valerie, who you heard earlier, I'll be home in X minutes. So that's like one you could do. Great. Um, so that, I mean, that kind of stuff, music, it's just really like, it's it's a little bit intimidating how much access they have to the stuff on your iPad and surprising that they can do all this stuff. I um, mean, they've also given you a big block of programmatic things where if you wanted to get in and do like if then loops, arrays, all that stuff is variables, all that stuff you have. Um, and you can do very complicated things with workflow uh, if you want to put the time into it. Thanks for telling me about workflow. That was pretty, I pretty awesome. Yeah, I like it. Ross, yeah. you know what time it is. Yeah, it's time for Quick Hits. Quick Hits. Quick Hits. That dude, Matt Fisher, speaking of quick hits, recorded another podcast jingly thing. He told me about it. I haven't heard it yet. But that's why he's listening to the Transformers. Is it really? Yeah. Well, it was good. That guy's talented. I would love some other people to pay him money to create podcast jingles. Maybe regular jingles. I don't know. Anyway, hey, Sam, what is your quick hit this week? My quick hit is, so my spouse for our anniversary got me a nice Ledbury shirt. Yeah. She did not realize that it was a French cuff. 
Oh. And I got into, well, I, I don't have any cufflinks. So I ordered some Pokemon cufflinks off the internet. Whoa. And I'm just realizing that there's this whole world of men accessories that I have not had access to. And I'm excited about getting more French cuff shirts to buy more cufflinks. I'm not talking like expensive ones. Just like, ten, you know, my Pokemon ones cost me like $10 and they're shiny, but they're not expensive. You know what I mean? Yeah, and dude. I'm, I mean, we talked about this on the, on the, the clothing show. The clothing show where men don't have a lot of ways to express fat. And cufflinks mm-hmm. is a great one. Yeah, and I even got com- I've only worn it once so far, and I even got comments on it. Wow. And, yeah, that's awesome. What a good quick hit. What, can I ask you which? What are are they of Pokemon? Uh, I'll put a picture in the show notes. They are pictures of fancy Pokemon. So uh, one is Pikachu with a monocle and a top hat and a cane. Oh. The other is Squirtle with, uh, I believe, a top hat. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I have a quick hit of my International Harvester hoodie. Is that what you're wearing right now? That's what I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Uh. It's awesome. International Harvester, real, just real quick, is my grandfather was a farmer, mm-hmm. is a farmer. Well, he's not a farmer anymore. He's still alive. but <laughs> He's no longer a farmer. He's no longer a farmer. And he, my mom might write in and say that this is incorrect, but my impression is that he used International Harvester tractors as a farmer. He also was a toy tractor collector and so just had a whole room filled with International Harvester tractor, like cast, die cast, is that the word? Die cast? Metal yes. tractors, like scale model tractor toys. And so I have some of them now. And so International Harvester has just been part of my family for like a real long time. And my friend, James Murphy, found this International Harvester hoodie and it didn't fit him. So he gave it to me. And it is just the best hoodie. It it's looks nice. like a blanket. Dude, it is so thick and warm. And look, look, you, can, you listeners can't see, but look how big the hood is. Yeah, it's it's a serious to paint a word picture, almost like a boxer coming into the ring. I like to say with the giant hooded robe. I feel like a Jedi. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe a Darth, a, 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 a Sith rather. No, a Sith wouldn't be wearing red. That's true. It is red. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, it's just fantastic, and it's changed my life. And thank goodness, as the people said, it's hoodie weather. So like. Yeah, I love my hoodies, Ross. <sighs> we did a, a show. That was a long show, Sam. We did a show. We did it. We did it. Woo! So, uh, where can people find show notes for this fine episode of SimonRussLikeThings.com? <laughs> yeah. You gave it away. I gave, I gave it away. Now. That's where, just at the top. Just at, at the top. At the top. SimonRussLikeThings.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> Sam, where can we find at Mr. Beefy on the internet? Uh, you can find at Mr. <laughs> Beefy on on the Twitters. Cool. I'm on Facebook, I think, as my, my actual name. Samuel Euphrates Davies. Euphrates. Uh, I made a Minecraft account today. So I'm the real Mr. The real underscore. The re, the <laughs> underscore real underscore Mr. Beefy on Minecraft. Okay, cool. Uh, you can find me on whatever at R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. That's and Ross Catro. That's Ross Catro. If you are a sponsor out there, I have an OmniFocus to do where I must create an ad sheet, a rate sheet for sponsors by Wednesday. So if you're a sponsor and you'd like to get in touch, you can email me at- You got the touch. <laughs> yes. You can email you me- R-C-A-T-R-O-W yeah. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Oh man. I'll see you in a fortnight, Sam. Bye. Bye.